Hey everybody, welcome back to Bitches Love Brunch. This is Kiana. And this is Courtney. And we're back with episode number 22. Oh, I do remember now, because last time I said we weren't legal. <laughs> yes, we're le- we were of legal age. <laughs> we were, so now that we're kicking it, we buying wine and stuff. Um, <laughs> That's all you buying at your legal age? <laughs> <laughs> That's all my body can take at this age right now. <laughs> Hard liquor has, has, girl, done a toll on me. I hear you. I hear you. Um, so let's recap our last brunch. Our last brunch was, you know, just in time for wedding season. We talked a lot about, you know, well, it was quite funny. We talked about um, going to a wedding or attending a wedding that you didn't necessarily support. Mm-hmm. That was interesting. Um, did you get any <laughs> feedback from that? Did or did your thoughts change about that? Anybody said anything that may have changed your mind about that? No. <laughs> no. 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 I thought it, that's funny you asked that though, because that wasn't I guess that was a topic that I didn't really get um much feedback on like I got like when people were getting ready to listen to it they were like ooh this is gonna be good or you know what I mean like I'm excited to listen or you know I'll probably laugh at this um but not feedback that would have like changed my mind okay or changed my stance yeah my um one of my married friends one of my best friends she's married she hit me up and she was just like I'm glad that somebody said it because people out here playing with rings right Right. But you know what? That's one of those topics, too, depending on who's listening. Um, could make people feel a certain type of way. It is. It is. It, it low-key chin check you, especially right. especially if you're that person. But that's and if good. you're that guest, too. Like, right. Right. Don't just be up and going to weddings just because you got an invite. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, that's true. That's not what this is. You know, don't be going to weddings for the gram. Truly. Don't do it. So, yeah, we talked about um, getting in preparation for wedding season. I don't remember the part two, though. We talked about, I think we talked about three things. So, we talked about wedding season. We talked about, um, this was before the drop of their album, but the Jay-Z and Beyonce (gasps) How did I know? Okay. We, oh, we, we won't discuss that wholeheartedly here. I get that, <laughs> but I will speak my piece. <laughs> hmm mm-hmm. um, And I can't remember what the third thing was. That's okay. And the thing about this is Courtney actually premised this by telling me what we talked about, and then I still didn't have all of it, and that's okay. It's all right. It's all right. Now, and, and that's a part, you know, that's a perfect transition. Um, Courtney, are you partaking in anything this evening? I am not at the moment. I have had a crazy headache. I did partake a little earlier, and I had um, OIO whiskey earlier. Earlier, it was like a um, apple infused on the rocks. I've never heard of that. It's yes, and um, it's an Ohio made whiskey. Oh, okay. And it was really, really good. Really good. I had it from one one of my favorite spots. I know I've mentioned it on the show before, but I had it from uh, Forno. They have a really nice happy hour. So, but currently I'm just drinking water. Okay. You know I should take advantage of like being in Tennessee mm-hmm, and doing should. like the whiskey tours. You really should. 
I'm gonna get you know, on whiskey that. is my thing. So maybe next time you come back, we can do the whiskey tours. That's a good idea. We should do that. That would be fun. Okay, so I'm also drinking water. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, I promise I'm gonna start drinking again, but usually when we record, like I'm coming straight from the gym. It's, yeah, I just I just am not in the mood for alcohol. I feel you. I actually had every intention to um, drink. I have this red wine from a pregame on Sunday. <laughs> Courtney been kicking it, y'all. <laughs> and if you and if you watch her, if you follow her Instagram, she has right. the proof. And I normally don't. I won't say I normally. I rarely post like videos or pictures of me. But you were drunk. Act of drinking. But you were drunk. I actually wasn't drunk. I and was five like, shots? I know. And that was just the shots. <laughs> was it straight liquor shots or was it like mixed drinks? No, shots? well, I had um I had tequila, so those were just straight. And then <laughs> I can't remember if I told you when we went out uh for St. Patty's Day, which I never really do, but he was like, Why why the fuck not? Right. Um, we had these green tea shots. Well, unbeknownst to me, until how many months later now june that there's jameson in them <laughs> oh but they taste really good i'm normally not a jameson fan but these green tea shots were bomb oh i've never heard of those before either i gotta get back up that is just a part of my life i need to get back into what drinking yeah just a little bit more <laughs> <laughs> i missed that <laughs> so it was it was good I won't complain about it. I didn't have a hangover. Life is oh, good. Yes. See, that be my thing with drinking now. My hangovers, girl, they long. I mean, like, I'm out of the game. My friends came, our friends came from Memorial Day. And the next day, Courtney, I rolled over and all I could hear come from my lips was, I don't think it was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I was lit, honey, and I was When you feel like that, it, it normally isn't. But the memories that you don't remember are so great, though. Though honestly, they, I did have a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun, but it was it was just so hard. Yeah, it's rough. The bounce back is not what it used to be, but that's why I'm like very intentional about what I do drink: dark liquor, shots of tequila. Those work for me. And I've been drinking vodka lately. Oh God, sorry. <laughs> when I was in Atlanta, I, when I was in Atlanta, I had um, Tito's for the first time. Y'all, I'm not a vodka drinker whatsoever, but that was my first time having Tito's, and it wasn't bad. Mm -mm. <laughs> Honestly, I can't remember if I've shared this on the show or not. Honestly, I think I'm allergic to some alcohols. Um, I refuse to find out officially if I am because if I have to give up drinking, like that's just not—it's not what I'm ready to do yet. Like I'm not at that point in my life. If you hear that and you are concerned and you think I might be an alcoholic, no worries, everything is fine. I'm just saying I enjoy an occasional drink, and I'm just yes. not ready to give that up. It's how we commune, man. Yeah, we have a good time. Okay, so that was a tangent about um, alcohol. <laughs> um, so, Courtney and I are drinking. We talked about, we recapped last week. 
which is a good segue into one of our topics for this week, you know, talking about marriage and thinking about what kind of person you want to be when you enter into that courtship. A lot of people miss this piece. Um, and so we are talking about wholeness today. Courtney, do you have a quote? I am going to share the good news. Um, this quote comes from an excerpt of the book Little, Ooh, Little Fires Everywhere, which I have not read yet, but I'm so excited based off of this quote. Um, it reads, sometimes you need to scorch everything to the ground and start over. After the burning, the soil is richer and new things can grow. People are like that too. They start over, they find a way. And honey, I was like, <laughs> take me there. <laughs> take me there. So this came from, so one of my favorite movies is, um, favorite movies of all time. And when I say all time, I watch it multiple times a year. Once a quarter might be the minimum. But um, I was watching Eat, Pray, Love. And I love that movie. I posted... Um, one of the quotes from the movie that said, ruin is the, uh, ruin is the road to transformation. And so one of my really good friends, her mother, posted this message, that quote that I just read to you guys. And I was just like, there it is. Sometimes, like, you really need to, in order to protect your wholeness, like, Girl. you really need to scorch everything. You do. And start over and find a new way. And find a new way. So where did this um where where did this topic come from, Kiana? Well, we had a guest. Remember when we did the um the questionnaire to the to the listeners asking oh, them what yes. they wanted to talk about. So it was actually sent in from one of the listeners. But I thought it was such a good topic for us because I feel like I'm in the middle of one of those. Mm. <laughs> okay. You know, I was, it, it was, it was perfect. I, I think that I, I don't know. I feel like it's so, it's so important on this journey, especially like being young, being black, being single, being educated, all this crazy stuff that goes in the world. Some of the more serious stuff that we talk about, like you have to find who you are in this. Mm -hmm. In some way. So I, I love that she brought that up to us. What do you think about it? How do you feel about wholeness? I um I love this topic and I was attracted to it because um I can't remember if, uh, I keep repeating myself, but I can't remember if I shared this on the show as well, but um my 111 date, that was my beginning of my journey to wholeness. Um and that was a point where I didn't know I needed to embark on that journey. I didn't realize I didn't necessarily feel whole or not that I didn't feel whole, but that there were other parts of me that I could, that I could explore. Right. Right. Um, and so for me, a journey to wholeness is never complete. And so I feel like we're all always in the middle of it. Some may be a little further along than others. So I'm at a different, I would venture to say that I may be at a different phase than you. And sometimes you end up circling back. Sometimes there are things that you need to revisit. So from that standpoint, I was really excited about the topic because um, I spent the last 10 years being very intentional about my journey to wholeness. 
I think I kind of want to start at like the starting point because I feel like the starting point is realizing like I am really getting to know me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, everybody is on a journey. Every, I mean, since the day that you were born, everybody's mm-hmm. on a different path to developing into who they need to be. Like every every part of your life is so critical. Mm-hmm. And I think when once you get to that point, like, oh, I'm going to embrace this part of me. Because most of the time you're in resistance. And because you're in resistance of something that you're having within yourself, you're like, I got to come to the end of something. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't know what's going on. And it's usually yeah. that that makes you feel like, you know, I, I need to spend a little bit more time with me. I need to, I need to figure I need to figure this out. So, Kiana, what you talked about you being in the middle of your journey right now if you don't mind sharing like what does that look like for you girl look like a lot of time with me (laughs) (laughs) and what made you get there what made you get there like because and i like i know this (laughs) you know what i mean but you know the listeners don't necessarily know this but a lot of changes have occurred for you in the last couple of years so like what was that or what were some of those because sometimes it's not just one moment but multiple moments because sometimes we don't listen <laughs> we're right. trying to show us right. something um so what was that moment or moments that you were just like okay i need to spend some time with me i i really think it started when i um went to grad school like when I went to grad school and right, it was right after grad school. So it it was right when I got to Nashville. So it was kind of like, okay, well, you graduated from grad school. You, in a year and a half, you know, you left this city that you loved. Cause I, everybody knows I love Cleveland. And then mm-hmm. it's like, but you, but you want a new start and you have to go somewhere new. So I journeyed to Nashville and I think I was trying to put, I don't, it was like forcing a square and a round peg, like try to fit that life into what this life was supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. And so it, I was failing. <laughs> failing by your standards, right? Oh, absolutely. yeah, by my standards. Like I, I was failing. I felt like, you know, I'm not finding any friends here. This, this isn't going as well as I thought it would go. You know, I don't like being in the South. They are this way and that way. And they are, don't get me wrong. All of those things are very true. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But you have to find a way to exist in these spaces. I feel like it required a different version of me. So I had to be a different me. Or I had to figure out who I was after I in wasn't in space. Cleveland. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think that's when I really started to be like, you know what? You you not, you not you don't live in Ohio. You can't keep running back to Cleveland. You know what I'm saying? You don't. You, and I would, I would come visit you a lot. I would go to Columbus. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like, you got to stay here. You got to figure this out. Like, this is where you live. This is your life. And mm-hmm. you want to make the most of it. And, and, and it, usually turned, it, it usually came, or it came for me, after I was just being negative about it. You know what I'm saying? Until I changed my perspective and was like, you got to enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to have a good time. And yeah. that's when it flipped. And I was just like, well, in that process, let's, let's see who you are. <laughs> Why are you getting to know this city? So it's been cool. Okay. Um... And I know that you have shared before that you have a new best friend (laughs) since being in Nashville, your therapist. Oh, yes. Oh, girl, my best friend. So how has that helped in in your journey? Um, It makes you look deep, deep in ways that you don't think you're capable of. 
-hmm. and really understand who you are and where you come from. And um, you got to do that. <laughs> you do. You got to do not, that. It's not fun. No. Because it's, it's not, not always pretty. It's not worth that you can delegate to anybody else that you can divide amongst a team. Like your team, at least my team, is me and God. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, and then after that comes, you know, your friends and whatnot. But truly, the only person that can work on that is you. And so it's not always going to be fun because, like I said, like you can't delegate it out to other people. <laughs> this isn't a class project. Right. And, that, and that's so important, especially when we were talking about marriage and, like, choosing different spouse, like, how people are choosing spouses and you not agreeing with that, like, you can't make another part, another human your project. Mm -hmm. Because everybody's on their own journey. Yeah. <laughs> like, they, they're going to get to where they need to get to when they get to it. And the same went for you. So they, they have to go through that same thing. And so you can't make other people your project because if you do that, then you, you're not really finding out who you are. Right. Okay. Well, I will say for me, um, as I said it, like I feel like my big transformation, my big breakthrough, started ten years ago. Um, and I can't remember if it was my fourth or fifth year in college. <laughs> They all run together sometimes. <laughs> um, it feels like one long party. I tell you that. One long does, night. It does. Especially towards the end sometimes because, like, that's when we were, uh, that's when I was living off campus with my girls. And so when we spent two years in that apartment, it a lot happened in 1909. <laughs> um, but... I clearly remember that moment like very vividly and it was just like a struggle of who I was in that moment, who people thought I should be, and where I fit in amongst that life at the time. Um, and I didn't realize like I felt that pressure or in maybe not even pressure, but like confusion. I don't like when things are unclear. And so like I have like until I figure it out, like it's going to bug me, whatever it is. It could be a, a, a word scrambler or my life or my budget, whatever. You know what I mean? Right. I just don't like when things are unclear. And so I was confused about my place for a little bit um, and nobody would have known. Nobody would have known, but I to this day I still remember coming home after a party, and I and I don't even think I was like super thrilled. I don't even think, to be honest, I don't even think that I was drunk at all. Um, but I came home, I went into my bedroom, I closed and locked the door. I mean, my cousin, because I live with my cousin, um, friends <laughs> knocked on the door, but I pulled out. Um, my Bible, and I was just like, look, Jesus, I don't know what's going on, but I need a breakthrough. Right. <laughs> I need something right now. because, And when I say like who people thought I should be, it wasn't like, oh, you have to be in this profession or you have to be that. But at that time, like I was considered to be a quote-unquote leader on campus. Um, 
And it was just like, and that just kind of happened. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just kind of fell into that. I didn't necessarily ask for it. Um, and that comes with a lot. So I it wasn't was, there for that era. I wish I was. <laughs> it was an interesting time. That's that's when we and like I pass these off as little things now, but I know that I shouldn't because those were like some of my main transformative years that kind of created who I am now. Um, but that was during a time like when all this stuff was going on with President McDavis, like, and people, people probably wouldn't have known this. Like I was the president of the NAACP for a period of time and I would get messages from random racists, from people that I actually went to high school with, just like calling me all sorts of things, but like oh, wow. somebody had to do it. Right. Um, and like I said, I just kind of fell into it. And so that leader role wasn't necessarily something that I ever asked for. And at a time where I didn't even think that I wanted it. Um, and so at that age, it was, it was just different. You know what I mean? It probably yeah. sounds, if it probably sounds small because that was legit 10 years ago and what it's, it's an extracurricular on campus, but you're dealing with a lot in school. Yeah, you are. Bet that's, between, what, that's what helps you get ready for the real world. Right. Forget the between classes. Trying to, <laughs> trying to make sure that I stayed in school because I needed to um, pay for tuition. <laughs> Making sure grades were maintained barely at times, <laughs> like girl, that was a lot. And so that was that was my first experience with that. But what I realized then was, um, and I say this all the time now, God for me and my relationship with God, God has a tendency to prepare me before the test. So like during those years, like I went through some things, but it was just like this. This is nothing. And so now, like in my adult, older adult years, I have something to refer back to. And I'm like, oh, well, I can I can conquer this because God already showed me the way. Right. Like he already prepared me for this. And so that's that's where I've been really grateful for my journey in that um, I don't necessarily doubt the journey or struggle with it as much because I've already been provided the tools to handle it. And so a lot of times I just have to refer back to that. Um, and it, it, sometimes it doesn't even like, I never really understand why he's delivering it. Then I'm like, oh, okay, this is cute. <laughs> <laughs> and then like two years will go by and I'll be like, dang, that's why he did that. Right. Okay. Well, let me pull this out of my back pocket. Right. It's not always that. Not everybody's journey is like that, but I'm grateful that that is my type of thing. That's so funny. I love to hear that, you know, when you had that revelation, like you went in your room and you like sat down and closed the Bible. <laughs> Courtney, I remember when I, I was just so frustrated. I was like, I have to release this. I have to release something out of me because whatever mm -hmm. it is I've been doing, obviously it ain't been working. So I, th I thought it was really neat that, you know, you went, you went and read your Bible. I didn't go and read my Bible, Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. What I did was that I, it, it was similar, but I didn't, I didn't go read my Bible. Like I just was like, I got to get in the word. I wasn't like that, but I had mm -hmm. an argument. I had a really, really big argument with God. <laughs> I did. I I had a week. Which is not uncommon. No, it's not. It's not, especially not for us two, because that the, if I look at him like my father, we're going to have to really be in relationship with each other and really get to know each other on a personal level. And so we, mm -hmm. we got into a real big fight. And I was just like, if you keep seeing you who you are, 
then do what she's supposed to do then. Like, I'm going to fall back. <laughs> like, I dare you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I dare you to show up how you said you was going to show up. And, and he I probably got, said, how dare you doubt me? Yeah, but he was just like, you know what? I have so many things in store for you. Like, you ain't <laughs> great. But that's, even not, that's not even how he looks at us. Like, when we go back for comfort or guidance like oh mm-hmm. well, i've been looking for you where you been you know, i've been trying to give this stuff to you but yeah i had a I had a real 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 bad argument with god and i was just like i just you're gonna have to do something you said you're gonna do mm-hmm. it then go ahead and do it do it mm-hmm. so yeah i, I, I didn't you. go right to my bible i should have but i did not <laughs> Not necessarily because you you were going to have to get at the point that you needed to. And for me at that time, and I mean, and always like God is my my advisor. Um, And in that moment, that is what I needed. Much like, you know, people and I know I've shared this before and no, I still have not started seeing a therapist yet. (laughs) I have narrowed it down. But, you know, for some people, it is the therapist for me. I felt like, and I was taught that my answers were in that book. Right. And so, and not that other people aren't. Like, I know you have that basis as well. And so for me, it was just like, okay, advisor, (laughs) provider, like, let me go to the source and find it here because I know that it has to be here. Um, And I will say when when I finished, like, and this wasn't just I opened up my Bible and I calmly started reading, like, I was searching. I was in tears. Um, and I will say at the end of that conversation, at the end of that moment with God, I didn't have it all figured out. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. he He did not say, okay, now go do this. But what he did do was that he laid some things that he laid on my heart were some sacrifices that I needed to make so that I was able to open up myself for whatever it is that he needed to show me and reveal to me. Um, and so the next day. Because that was at like 2 o'clock in the morning on January 11th. When I woke up that day, I went and got a tattoo. Got that tattoo, uh, that date tattooed on me. Um, that same day, I went by myself, which I'm known to do when I get tattoos. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's different. So I can appreciate that same thing, too. Because it's not like we haven't all had those moments, oh, right. right? Like For sure. Oh, my gosh. Like, God. Like. I need you to do this right now. I was actually just having a conversation with a friend. Like I have, I'm an impatient person, and I have been praying for patience. Don't pray decided, for patience. Yes, Don't I have decided to patience. stop praying for patience. Don't pray for patience because your patience will be tested. And that's when he was just like sending. Uh, I can't even get into all of the details of it, but that's when he was just sending different things. Like I had to be patient in employment I had to be patient in finances I had to be patient in my love life like and I was just like okay I didn't mean all of this I just meant like in traffic right right <laughs> like, right like when they haven't brought my food out real fast right like that's that's the kind of patience I need I don't need you testing the big stuff I got right this. but you know right. when I was so. in my small group at church and they were talking about um like, do you, like, lay at God's feet or are you, like, if God comes to your house, like, do you lay at his feet or do you, um like, do you treat him like, like a guest? And I was mm-hmm. like, well, I'm going to be honest with y'all. 
I think I treat God like a guest because if any guest, first off, you ain't coming to my house if my house ain't clean. Everybody knows that you yeah. got to have a clean house. So, but my yeah. life ain't clean. You know what I'm saying? Like who I am ain't always clean. And so I wanted to come to God in this perfect place. And it's just like, I don't have to be perfect to come to you. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's the like, one time you don't. Right. And it's like, this is when you can be who you are. You don't have to clean up for him. You don't have to do anything. And it was, and it was those moments where you were just like, I want to be patient in these areas, but don't touch the other stuff I'm hiding. Don't touch that. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't mm-hmm. touch the fact that I can't wait for, you know, a new opportunity. Like you said, a new job. Like, don't don't touch that because I got that part. But just work on my patience in these areas. You can't do that. You got to come to him with everything. Right. Now, that's that's a good message right there. Like, whether you treat him as um, a guest or not. Um, and I think that's, like, a, just a really good way to look at it. Because everybody always feels like we have to have it all together all the time. And that's not the case. I don't like, know a person who does. <laughs> ever. And I don't even assume that people do. They can't. You know what I mean? Like, I don't... How do they live on the same planet that we live on? Right. I don't have to know your mess, but I'm never going to assume that you're perfect. Like, I know you got some shit going on up in there. Because I do. <laughs> and and you don't have to share it. No, you don't. But, you know, that's not... You don't have to share that story as long as you are going through that journey as you need to. Um, that's that's what the that's what the point is. And my journey has always been about, especially after that day, was about peace and happiness. And I feel like it has now become so cliche to say, but that was truly what, like 10 years ago, that's what it was for me. And I can, like, without a doubt, I can say that I have been happy every single day since then. Like, and I have been at peace every, like, it's never easy. Um, and the entire day is not always a happy day, but every day is a good day. Like I can, for the most part, you know, you have those moments when life happens, but for the past 10 years, I have been happy. So for me, it has been about, because we can, we can get to the spiritual peace too, but it's been about maintaining that as well. If I know that that's what I want, like this doesn't come easy. That didn't no, come overnight it. for me. Um, and it's not something that I can, once it's attained, that I can set to the side. Right. Like, it is something to be worked at. Um, it is something to be pursued um, and that you have to grow through. Consistently. Consistently. Because if you don't do the work, the ball will drop. Consistently. Because the thing is, like, you the only thing you can't run from. Right. <laughs> like you with you all the time. You with you when you wake up, when you when you go to work, when you want to do whatever fun. Like you with you. So we got to do this all the time. Yeah. <laughs> we got we have to But be at the same the time, time, we talk about like yes, it does get hard, but I kid you not, it's been one of the most rewarding things that I've ever done in my life. Oh, for sure. Oh my gosh, for sure. Like I get excited about it. Like, girl, let me tell you. And when I see other people going through it, too, like, I'm like, mm, yes, I get it. I've been there. Mm. If you have a question, let me know because I get it. Like, it's not going to look the same, but I love to see people going through that. Um, they probably are like, fuck that because this isn't fun. But trust me, when you're on the other side of it, you're going to be like, okay, I'm a better person because of it. You are. And then another thing is, like, you just you look at... 
Because life, I think everybody, especially like the social media age, like everybody is looking for perfect and everybody is looking for it right now. And we, we, we don't work for things. Like it's a process to get there. Mm-hmm. And people are mm-hmm. showing you like a highlight reel. And so mm-hmm. you have to learn how to be content. Yep. <laughs> you have to learn how to be content with you. And that's like not complacent, right, but content. Content. Like with who you are, where you are, and know that the process is ever changing. You're ever changing and ever growing. Yeah. I have a um question for you. <laughs> what has been um what has your journey been like, your journey to wholeness been like in terms of your love life? And I ask because we are, as far as I know, both still single women. <laughs> no, girl, I got engaged last weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's coming though, but I'm just kidding. Um, it looks so different. I think it's because my love life to me now, my love life will be the indicator of how much I love me. Mm-hmm. And so it was always you better drop a little gem. Okay, the indicator of if I love somebody else, like if another person was there. But my love life doesn't necessarily stem from the presence of another being. It stems from me. Like I have to be, I have to be what I attract. You know what I'm saying? Like I have to, I have what you want to attract, right? Who I want to attract, attract. what okay. I, and what I do attract, because what you are, yeah. what you do attract. And I, that means that I got to love me a little bit more. I got to figure me out a little bit more. And then I can, and then I will attract somebody who will stay long-term because I will be that long-term after I've been in a long-term relationship with me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's the only way that those relationships can be successful. Cause if not, those relationships are doomed to fail if I don't figure out how to love Kiana. Good. So... Mm-hmm. My love life looks like me being with me. And then if another person should join in on this loving journey of me loving me because I get to love you now, like, I'm okay with that too when that comes. I'm not in that stage yet. It's, it's coming though. <laughs> How did you transition to that though? Because, you know, to go from dating, yeah, well, you know what I mean? Or just anybody in general, you know, to come from that phase and say, okay, I need to take a beat. Or is there a way that I can do this and this at the same time? Right. Can I work on me and pursue this at the same time? So, like, what was that? Because I hear you. I get you. Like, yes, you have to work on yourself. You have to love yourself. Absolutely. Um, But that's not always, you know, an easy transition. No, no, it's not. Especially when I was dating and I liked it. (laughs) <laughs> I liked it you know me you know I love love I love relationships I mm-hmm. love being with people you know me but I think that um I was tired of just calling people trash <laughs> you are I was so tired of naming every dude trash and then the the fact of it is like they wasn't trash after they did whatever they did you know what I'm saying they was trash when you found them and so what a, yeah. What about you attracted you to trash? <laughs> what about you mm-hmm. thought it was cool to be in company of people 
who didn't have the best interest for you. So it, it's, it I had to start blaming it all on them. And I had to start looking at what Kiana was doing and who Kiana was. And, you know, you say you're ready for this thing, but honey, are you really there? You know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was that because it can't always just be everybody else. You the common denominator in yeah. all your relationships. And granted, they do play some fault. Don't get me wrong. They play fault. Right, <laughs> right, right. They do, but you it's two people in that relationship. Yeah. It's two it's always two people in that relationship. So they wasn't there by themselves. You was there too. Mm-hmm. You gotta take onus of that. So I think that's that's what really got me to that. I was tired of calling people trash. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad at it. Is, I'm not mad at what it. What does that look? What did your journey look like for your singleness? Mm. <laughs> um, I, well, I'll um, <laughs> I'll start with kind of where it started in terms of uh, one eleven was like that was a moment too, and um, I had a period of singleness at. A, in the beginning that was not by choice but then it turned into choice and it was just like okay I'm a, I'm gonna figure this out because I need to you know what I mean I need to spend a little time for myself um but now it was more so about realizing because I wasn't that girl that um dreamt of my wedding the details, the dresses, all of those Oh, no, things. you're not that girl. Um, <laughs> I'm not. I wasn't the the girl that dreamt of what my family would be like, like kids and whatnot. Um, so my journey was a little different in that once I realized that I had a choice in things, that I didn't have to have children, that moment was just so freeing for myself. Like, it was like a waiting to exhale moment like for real because it was like you don't have to do this even though society is telling you that you should and you're supposed to you're supposed to birth a child and you're supposed to get married and you're supposed to um be be a homemaker once I realized that I didn't have to do those things it was very freeing and I started to be more intentional about my choice and then that's kind of how um I really realized what I wanted in terms of children Mm -hmm. but then what I really wanted in terms of a love life so even though I knew that was something that I eventually wanted I didn't know exactly what that looked like I knew in that moment that I was not ready for a relationship that I didn't want a commitment like I enjoyed being single um doing me having fun dating here and there yes but like for long commitments I didn't want that. And I think that was a struggle, like, when I was dating. That was a struggle for guys that I would be dating, too, because they were like, okay, well, why are you so chill? Like, right. you know, why are you, why are you not pressing me about this? Or why, like, because that's just not, that that wasn't my style at that time because that's not what I was looking for. And I knew who I was at 24, 23, 24, 25, like, and that's not what I wasn't. So I'm not about to press you about something that I don't even want right now. Right. I want it eventually. Right. And I'm not sure it's with you. <laughs> exactly. So, and we haven't figured that out yet. Like, we're still testing the waters. Um, but now that I'm a little older and then I was in um, 
a relationship for a period after that singleness it was just like okay I do really want this and now I want to start preparing myself for who I want to be within that setting because I, I want a companion I want a partner I want somebody to do life with and for me it was just adjusting to that timing and so now I find myself getting a little bit more anxious because I know that's what I want but I also don't want to settle right um and I'm not going to because of again back to my point earlier like God had me in that singleness for a time like this he actually didn't have me in a singleness 10 8 years ago then to prove something then because it felt easy then right right now at 32 almost 33 it doesn't feel as easy anymore <laughs> right right <laughs> And so I'm Girl, resting when you on kick what it I went school, through. You don't care. Right. Like, I'm having fun regardless. You don't. And even when you're fresh out of undergrad, like, I was still living life eight years ago. True. And so that singleness was, was fine. Yes. <laughs> I was going back to Athens like I didn't have a job to go back to the next day. Like, so that was fine. That was easy. Eight years later, um, when you have decided what you want, when you're clear about your standards and what you're looking for and you have come to those conclusions, singleness ain't as easy, <laughs> especially here in Columbus, Ohio. Because <laughs> I'm not finding them. Um, so that has been a journey because I feel like now I'm on that anxious end of it. Um, but it's been a balance because, like I said, I'm, I'm anxious, but not anxious about being married. Um we talked about this too. Kiana knows it's like I could my mother even said to me the other day, she was like, Courtney, please do not elope. <laughs> like, I'm just asking you, please don't do that. So it's not about the wedding, it's not about all of that, but I'm anxious because I'm ready to live life with somebody. Exactly. Um, and ready to do life with some in the proper way and in a purposeful way. I know you said that before on the show, like not just all willy nilly, like let's grow to grow together. Like Girl, let's build some things. I let's you and build some things like I'm not talking like not a house. You don't have to have this. <laughs> I mean that too, but I'm not talking that we have to have um, an Oprah empire. But in in our in our realm and what we can do, let's do that. Like yeah. whatever communities that we're in, um, let's do that. Let's build together. Let's and build together for us. But that's not necessarily that is the not, key to marriage. Like it's it's all purposeful. Everything is and build everything like build each other, right? Right. Everything is so. So that's what I mean by build together, right? Like, I want to add to you, or I want to help you see things in a different way. And I'm waiting for that guy that's gonna be like, put me in my place, open my eyes to some stuff, turn me on to something new. Girl, like, it's it's so much to it. Like building with somebody is is such a layered topic because I think I saw something the other day. And it it was a meme on Instagram, and it was like y'all men gonna be sorry when y'all find out she wasn't just looking for finances, right? Because I'm <laughs> like, not. it's not it's not just finances. It's like emotional support. It's your it's my it's my mental. It's my emotional. Like I you have to have somebody build you on every level. Like if it's just love, love ain't enough. You it's fall not. in and out of love. I love so money. many people right now. <laughs> like you can love different people that don't mean you got a purpose with everybody yep and neither is your money like would I love to go half on rent with somebody absolutely but I'm good <laughs> you know what I mean I don't need that from you right now yeah and I actually don't need you either but I want you here 
Yeah, most men think it's about like I ain't got my finances together, honey. And your that I'm trying to get something from you. That ain't what I'm worried. I mean, I'm worried about it because mm-hmm. you do need to have some type of financial right. stability. Don't get me wrong, but that ain't it. That ain't all it is. It's more pieces to this pie. And I feel like this is a good time for me to address this because I get questions about this before Kiana's going to laugh. Um, like I have shared with people, like I am looking for a Django. Okay. And if you have ever seen that movie, it was about him being committed to his woman and going back to, and getting his woman and fighting for his woman. You know what I mean? And not just this, um, and they weren't about to go back and do anything major <laughs> together. Right. They were just going to be. You know what I'm saying? They were just going to be. And he knew that he needed to, he wanted to be her provider, not just any woman's provider, but her provider, her protector. Um, but also because she did something for him. You know what I mean? And so people, like, people get it twisted that it has to be this, like, I'm trying to get something from you. That's not that's not always the case or that's not always the breed of woman that like not every woman is that person. There are some women out here like that. And shame on you. <laughs> but I don't, that's listen, not always I don't the know case. that sister going through. She might need to collect. She you you absolutely <laughs> right. Listen, but she might I, I will venture to say if that is the case then there's some other things that you and I have no problem saying this. There are some other things that you need to work on if you feel that is the way that you need to get it. You sure do. So no judgment, um, but since there is better. But not every woman is out here looking to get a check from you. Not every woman is out here like I need you for this. That's not always the case. So, but we do need y'all to be well rounded in other areas too. Yeah. So hopefully y'all well, working on yourselves as well. Mm-hmm. Because I'm trying to come correct. I'm trying to come correct for you, black man. Because it will be a black man. <laughs> oh, we for sure that now. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. I'm just saying. <laughs> I tried to do it one time and it. Nope. I just wanted to That's play like with when, it. I just put um, my toe in. It was too mm-hmm. hot. I'm done. That's uh. That's like when uh. Because I never did address this either when uh, on 72 and 10 when they were talking about others. I don't want the others either. No disrespect. I love y'all as common citizens of the United States of America. But I'm just not interested in the other. I know that I want a black man. That is also something that I um, solidified in my journey to wholeness. Not that I didn't know that before. Like, I never really envisioned myself with anybody other than a black man. But I was so excited when you were on that path in your journey. Because I was just like, you know you don't want this. I know. I was like, we're going to see what happens. But, okay. But I was also in a space of, like, for me, dating is also difficult because I could be... Not I could be like I have very introverted tendencies and I could literally be in the house for two weeks and not talk to anybody and I would be absolutely okay with that. But I also know that I can't date that way. <laughs> like right. I won't find a partner that way. And so I was exploring my options. Um, I explored it once <laughs> and I didn't need to go back. Well, that was fun. Thanks for the last. <laughs> 
I mean, don't I mean, don't get it twisted. You've had plenty of laughs from my shenanigans. Don't yes, even yes, child, yes. please. But we've also had some bounce backs, right? We <laughs> like. I mean, <laughs> shut up. I'm, like we haven't found husbands yet, but like, right? Because none of none of them works. I don't know which which one. The I next back the with. next dog I dated. The next guy I dated. Now <laughs> that's a whole different joke. Remember when you texted me that day? I think because I'm not gonna share it all. But she was like, "Girl." Um, <laughs> I just saw this picture. Oh, stop. <laughs> stop. But that's the, but that wasn't even the guy I was thinking about. That's crazy. Oh, <sighs> no. Not the apostle. Okay. Um, oh, just- <laughs> I mean, well, including him. But like, you know. Yes, that's I so bounced true. back that to me. right after that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. We've had laughs. We've had, we've had more than laughs. laughs. And that's what I'm going to take it as. You know, it'll all be a story to tell one day. Honey, it's the the thing is, you know me. I just feel like my life it really is a movie. Mm-hmm. It's always some trash happening, but um, <laughs> it, it, it it makes for the thing is like you gotta laugh, you gotta learn to laugh at yourself. Like life ain't Indeed. that hard. Like it, yeah. it is hard. Don't get me wrong. Like it, it, you feel the pain, but because it's so painful, you can't get too caught up in these what you call losses. Like they're mm-hmm. not losses. They're like mm-hmm. they're just. Things that redirect you. Mm-hmm. Like it's eventually going to lead you to where you need to be. So they all redirection. So you can't get too salty or too caught up in these quote unquote losses that you experience. Because right. they're not losses. It's just fun. You, right. Because you're not supposed <laughs> to have it anyway. No, it was never yours. It was never yours. But it was your job to find a lesson in that. Otherwise, mm-hmm. it'll keep coming back up. And it will be a loss because you're just going to keep doing it. Exactly. But yes, we've we've had some great times. <laughs> Way too many. <sighs> and I just want to say you're welcome to some of the women out there. <laughs> <laughs> you're fucking welcome. It's kind of like when somebody hands you a dryer open and it's too hard and then they finally get it, you'd be like, I loosened that up for you. Right. <laughs> I loosened that up for you. I, I, I got, I loosened that up for you, honey. Just know that. And Dooch, as you're listening to this, can you like edit out some of my like f bombs? <laughs> like, I just meant a simple. You're welcome. I didn't have to be that extra. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I think with, I think I think that was well deserved. You take those f bombs, Queen. You run with them. <laughs> you run with them. Okay. Uh, I'm stupid. That's what I'm saying. Cash in on what you can cash in yes. on. Yes. yes. Take that. If it's a few fucks, girl, go ahead. Oh, man. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, let's transition to our next topic. Courtney, did did you screenshot that? Oh, I did. I did. So, okay, I guess I'll I'll take this one because we're we're not going to spend too much time on this, but um, we felt like it, I don't know if we're talking about the first one or the second one, but we felt like it kind of really aligned with this journey to wholeness piece. And so um, Cornelius Lindsay, husband to Heather Lindsay, um, they have a church down in Atlanta. Hey, y'all. And they put on the Pinky Promise. And are they still doing the man cave? Yeah, yeah. They still okay. have the man cave going. Okay. So they put on the Pinky Promise and Man Cave Conference. Anywho, I don't follow either one of them, but I saw this on. on you don't? Um, 
Um, we'll save that for another day. Okay. <laughs> um, but I found this on another friend's page, and I did appreciate this. I think it's a tweet from Cornelius, and it just says, you have to give people an opportunity to mature and develop. Don't hold them to your standard because it's probably flawed. That is my favorite line in this. Um, sorry, then he goes on to say, and don't assume that they'll mature as quickly as you did. Consider their environment, their influences, and their proximity to the right nutrients. And I was just like, amen. Because growth right there. Yes, because as we're sitting here talking about our journey to wholeness, we have to be mindful of other people's journey to wholeness as well, specifically those around you in your circle um, and even your partners. So like Kiana and I were just talking about our journeys and I appreciate where she's at. You know what I mean? There may be some things that I have already witnessed before, but I'm not going to knock you because you're in a different place and you haven't experienced it yet. You know what I'm saying? And vice versa. There may be some things that you've experienced that I haven't yet. And so you really have to take time and just say, am I being, um, while I'm looking for somebody to pour into me, am I being a poor as well? And sometimes being a poor is not like literally pouring of yourself, but just respecting people and their boundaries and their spaces and where they are in their journey. I Um, cannot agree with you more. Oh man. Okay, so y'all have any other reaction to that? Because I know I you know. saw it too. It was from um, <laughs> it was from a friend, a mutual friend that you know we follow on Instagram. So I know you saw it as well. I did see that. I think that it just it it really reminds me. And I have posted this other. <clears throat> I don't know if they're memes. I posted posted this other quote the other day, and it was like you know the more that I go along this journey, the more I can empathize with other people on their journey mm-hmm. because it's so easy. It's so easy to blame somebody for something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's so easy to be like, you know, this this happened to me. They hurt me. She wasn't my friend. And this time, he, he didn't show up for me here and there. My mom, you know, that's real part. Like, that mm-hmm. feels real personal. Like, my mother wasn't there for me to do this. But mm-hmm. you have to understand that, you know, some people really aren't bad people. Mm-hmm. They are literally just placed in your life to wreck ship where they were supposed to but it has nothing to do with their character god used them for a purpose because you mm-hmm. probably wrecked ship in somebody else's life Ooh, to disrupt on. them too come on nobody is perfect on this earth and so you have to take a step back and be like okay i have boundaries now you can't hurt me in the same way that you did but i was i can understand where where you're at because i too have been there Mm-hmm. That uh, that doesn't give you space to enter. That doesn't give you permission to enter back in here now. But right. I'm just letting you know that I I can empathize with where you are, and God be with you on your journey. And because we all are on a journey. Exactly. And sometimes I feel like you can either just say that internally and know that that's noted for your peace. Oh, absolutely. And sometimes you actually need to say it. Like I I've literally found myself in a position that I believe I need to say that to someone and say you know what the, everything didn't go right um and it's not even like relationship based but let me go ahead and communicate my part in this and yeah. apologize for that because I, I have never done that um and for me the reason why I feel like I need to do this because I want to be 
a better communicator in the next friendship and in the next relationship. You know what I mean? And so if I don't start practicing that now, and that doesn't mean that we'll be friends again or that we'll get back together, but as a person that I respect and that as a person that I once called a friend or as a person that I once cared about, I don't owe you that by any means, especially in situations where um, I do feel like I was the one primarily done wrong. But that doesn't mean I didn't have a part to play in that. You know what I mean? Right. So sometimes you, you do have to be actually vocal about it. And other times it's just a note like, you know what? I did my thing and we're just going to let that go. <laughs> I think it's all about like humbling yourself. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because it's it's kind of like, who are you to think that everything just happens to you? Right. Like, like, who do you really? Like, you don't like, do who, anything wrong. Right. Like, who are you to think that everything just happens to you or that you're the only person who never inflicted anything on anybody else or have ever done wrong in any type of situation like how vain of you to think that everything is about you because who are you to disrupt God's process in their life too because mm-hmm. everything is purposeful who are, who are you to be like they shouldn't have done this to me and this and this like everything has a purpose who are you yeah. why do you think you that big it's really like you really have to get to the root of your own issues and really Look at yourself on a level like humble yourself. Yeah. Hum- humble yourself because we're no better than anybody else on this planet. You're not better than any. You're not better than a homeless man down the street. Mm-mm. We are all equal, and so you really have to humble yourself and be just a little bit slower to to shame people, to curse people, mm-hmm. to to talk down on people. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you really have to do that because once you realize, like. That's the person that's probably been in a similar seat that I've been, or I could have been in that seat. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, could, anything. It could be you. Mm-hmm. So, or, or, like, and you never know, like, what that does for somebody. So, like, just, just think of, like, that moment when you've been waiting for somebody to apologize, but you know you're never going to get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then if you're able to give that to somebody else, it's like, you know what? We can't change what happened. But damn, I appreciate you doing that because you didn't have to. But right. That, that that takes some, you know, some burden and some weight off of me. Just like you would want somebody to do that for you. And you just sometimes exactly. have to think about all that, all those times that it wasn't done. And it doesn't always have to be an apology, but whatever. Like, you know, just being honest about something or whatever. Um, I put myself in those shoes as well. Like, Dag, I would want somebody to keep it real with me. Yeah. So let me go ahead and do that. And let me go ahead and lift that weight because I know that it's there. Yeah, that's that's so true. That's so true. I was literally telling somebody, like, I don't understand how we ask for grace for all these things that don't extend it to people. The same grace you're mm-hmm. asking for. Like, you mm, want to be forgiven on. for this. You literally like you literally want to be forgiven for this something that's eating you up and you won't even do it for nobody else. Like what? Mm-hmm. What? Like it's is it's it's a it's a reaction. It's an action and a reaction to everything. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. And so it's kinda of like if 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 you look at if you wondering why you haven't gotten something, it's probably because you ain't giving it to somebody else. Come on, Kiana dropping gems on episode twenty two, y'all. Get your yeah. notepad out. Girl, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, if you want to know anybody who's been thinking a lot, it's me because it's just been me. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. I got a whole, I got time. What a minute to see us. I got time today. Okay. I have time, y'all. I've been thinking like, and it makes sense. Like, you, and it's so simple. 
So simple. It's so simple. It's kind of it's the golden rules of life. It's so simple. Treat people how you want to be treated. It's that simple. And ask yourself, are you being um, a poor or are you draining? And be, don't be a taker, y'all. I hate takers. <laughs> it's no fun. You got to drop that person because they didn't took too much. You right. want nothing. You just like, you just... Or don't only be a taker because sometimes you need to be a taker because sometimes yes. there are people out there that are ready to pour into and you got to allow yourself to let that happen. Right. Like, but but don't, don't be mooching off of what I'm giving you, okay? <laughs> I need you to pour back into me too. I need reciprocity in all my relationships. Every single last one at work and my friends, <laughs> yes. in my friendship circle at the yes. bar. Like, <laughs> if I buy around, you buy around. <laughs> no, in the bartender, if you if you free pour, I'm gonna tip you well. Like, come on, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need it all. I need reciprocity everywhere. Every single place. I also am in the season where I'm discovering that I need help, Courtney. So, Kiana, you know, I've, I've, don't, don't come for me. No, I was about to say I'm proud of you. Oh, I need help in every area in my life. Um, the, you know, so you know, I moved. I just moved not too long ago, and so this place is a little bigger than the last place. That's a humble brag, but um, it's a little bit, it's a little bit bigger than the last place, which means I gotta clean a little bit more. You know, I like my house clean. Mm-hmm. And so I came home the other day because I caught myself having a social life uh, trying to get acquainted in Nashville. And I came home and my house was a mess. And I said, you know what you need? A chore chart. If you, if you can't act like an adult and keep your house clean and go out, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to assign you days to clean up. And so now I have a chore chart. But I'm just like, I need help with everything. And Good for you. Because <laughs> that realization for me was I need to hire a cleaning person. Oh no, girl. The other day I was cleaning up. I was cleaning up on Sunday and I said, Dang, I need to go to the store and get this for what I need for breakfast. It was one thing. And I was like, you know, it would be nice to have some help and have somebody to go get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just I just need help in everything. Groceries, uh, can in the groceries. Just somebody yeah. to talk to. I just need help. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got your bestie. You I got do. your chore chart now. Yes. Um, meanwhile, I'm trying gotta... to find a little cleaning lady. So, <laughs> so Girl, serious. If I've had somebody come to this and clean this one bedroom apartment, they'd be like, you need to just, call, you need a chore chart. That's what they would tell me. <laughs> and I'd be like, you want this money or no? <laughs> I don't want a chore chart. Spend the same. Are you going to fold these clothes? Or, see, that's rude. I'm just kidding. Kind of not. <laughs> Um, and I don't need a lot of work. I just need the basics, you know? I just need the basics. So, yes, I agree. It's okay to say you need help. That is I why I need help as well. I do. And then I, I just don't want somebody to come here to do chores. Like you said, I can hire somebody for that, but I'm not. <laughs> right. I'm not right now. <laughs> I'm not. So that's that's where I am. Okay. All right. Well, I think we can uh, wrap up this episode. Yeah. Uh, this was a fun one. This was a fun one. I enjoyed it. Um, and hopefully you all did too, because this is per usual. Like, Kiana and I have had these conversations before over the phone. So hopefully um, you all got something out of it as well. And if you agree, if there's something on there that you're like, yes, sis, that was good, drop us a note. Let yes. us know. Right, because um, I can't keep giving out all this advice for free, y'all. Right. You know or saying? tell us about your journeys. 
Yes, um, that was your journey to wholeness. Like I would love to hear that. Um, we can call it a little wholeness journal. Mm-hmm. Leave leave it leave it on down there. I was sounding like a uh, porky the pig for a minute. It's my <laughs> stuttering. Um, anyway, all right, Kiana, who are you giving your tip to? <laughs> Oh uh, well, I had to think about it, but then it, it needs no thought. Um, oh Lord. I'm going to give. <laughs> I'm going to give a. You know, I'm only going to give them a 20% tip. I'm going to give a 20% tip to Beyonce and Jay Z, just because I've been to all of their concerts. And they've got enough of my coins. Um, okay. Y'all, and I and I don't. Okay, let me be honest with y'all. I'm not in love with the album. What I am in love with, though, is what the album represents, what the the artwork for H yes. shit, the artwork for the cover is sickening. It's those two black people. She's doing this man's coarse hair, mm-hmm. coarse hair. What's that four C? Right, <laughs> four F. He got Bye. it. Okay, it's a little tight. It's a little tight, and. In front of the Mona Lisa, and then you blur out the Mona Lisa. We never needed y'all European standards, baby. Right. Not ever. But yeah, so I'm going to give a 25% to my brother and my sister, Beyonce and Jay-Z. Oh I love y'all so much, and I'm so glad. And I wasn't going to go on this concert, and I actually thought it was quite funny that they started the tour with no new music. And I was like, did they really just, I mean, they can use their discography, but like, they really ain't gonna put out no music, and then mm-hmm. they put out new music, and then I bought a ticket. So I am. Are going you serious? <laughs> oh but I knew it was coming. Like I was just waiting. I was just waiting for them to drop. Like you Girl, knew it was coming. I knew it, but I but the tour had started. But it was um, the European tour. But here's the thing, um, you know, she liked to switch it up on y'all. Like she and like. I'm gonna let time. y'all like I'm gonna let y'all know. That I have these patterns and that it's coming, but I can't hit you with the same thing every time. Because at first, like you did, you weren't going to get a ticket. I bet you her, uh, those ticket sales increased. Oh, they had to. All over again. They had so, to. I get it. So, yeah. All right. That's my tip. My tip this week is going to... Um, Rihanna, who I plan on giving all my coins to. Yes, Riri. Between, and I don't really wear makeup or purchase um, <laughs> really good makeup all the time. But <laughs> uh, it's going to Rihanna because she named her eyeliner, which she is referring to as Flyliner. Uh, she named it because I'm black. <laughs> yes. And if you know or if you have seen like her clapbacks on social media, that is one that she often uses. And I believe it started a few years ago. Somebody asking why her hair was so nappy. Um, And she responded, because I'm black, bitch. Um, So shout out to Rihanna. I'm giving her a 50% tip for that. And I'm super excited to um, purchase some of the Fenty makeup as well as the uh, Savage Fenty line. And moving on. Okay. Oh, brunch places? What you yeah. got? Um, I went to a brunch place in Atlanta called Twisted Soul Cookhouse and Pours. Y'all, I had me a Henny Mimosa. Oh. A Henny Mimosa. I had some. I had seafood grits and it had like lobster, crab, um, crawfish, shrimp. Oh, it was everything. Right, I'm turning into like a little foodie. 
Okay. It was so good. So if you're in Atlanta, make sure y'all check out Twisted Soul Cookhouse and Pours. And it's black owned. Nice. It was bomb. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm still not doing so well on the brunch tip. However, comma, uh, there is a new place downtown Columbus called The Goat. I went there for happy hour for a uh, Ebony Bobcats little happy hour networking thing. Mm-hmm. And I heard that they have a really good brunch, so I'm excited to go and try it out. If you're in Columbus and you're a friend of mine um, or just want to meet up and chat, maybe I would do that. <laughs> but mostly if you're a friend of mine and you're in Columbus and you want to try the goat out, let me know because I would love to do it. I'm trying to do it sometime in the next couple of weeks. So Yes. And hopefully I can get back to y'all and tell y'all how good it is. Yeah, let me know. I've been itching to get back to Columbus. I need some house in Japan. Oh Lord, when are you but, guys itching to get back to Columbus? You, I, I haven't feel like been you, in Columbus in a while. I know, but I feel like you always need to like scratch that itch. You know what I mean? Just every once in a while. I really do like. I like Columbus, though. I do. You have like from the moment we came here. All righty. <laughs> um, <laughs> Kiana, you want to give them our social media? Yes. Um, you guys, we're so thankful that y'all listen to us. We really, really appreciate it. And to show your appreciation, go subscribe <laughs> on iTunes and go review. Um, go follow us on SoundCloud at Bitches Love Brunch. You can also find us on iTunes at Bitches Love Brunch if you already, you know, you're there, you're listening. Um, you can find us on our Instagram page at bitches double underscore loves double underscore brunch and on our Facebook page, bitches love brunch. And that concludes this episode. Oh, and happy 4th of July. Well, oh, yeah. that happy ain't, that ain't our happy, it's I not. mean, Juneteenth. Yeah, we missed, we missed <laughs> we Juneteenth, but happy Juneteenth. So yeah, y'all go have fun on the Independence Day. <laughs> See y'all in a couple weeks. Bye.